Welcome, friends, to the voice of the street freaks and cool geeks, the home of the hype, the realm of the real. This is the domain of the pain, the pad of the rad, the nest of the best, the room of the doom. It's the minute to get with it. This is the Peanut Butter Tiger Podcast. Did you have products? Yes. <laughs> Starting the podcast dirty. Woo! What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Mighty Peanut Butter Tiger Podcast. You might notice the chilled out beat back to our old intro. The other one's too hype right now, man. This podcast is brought to you. This episode is brought to you by Dayquil and Pre-Workout. We are still sick as all fuck in the room of the doom, the pad at the rad, the nest of the best. We are sick as fuck over here, man. Straight up battling this fucking shit, man. God. You know, I make jokes about like this fucking coronavirus, but you know... You never know, man. Could fucking... Could uh, be what... Be what's up. You know? Spent the fucking whole day yesterday just bedridden. Couldn't go to work. Didn't work out. Didn't do nothing. Woke up this morning. Chugging fucking Dayquil. Fired up some yoga. Worked out a bit. Went out skating. Came home. Now we're feeling like all hell. What are you gonna do? You know, you know what? The best thing when you got a head cold, hands down, go get yourself some motherfucking foe, man. I went out and got some rare beef yesterday, extra chili oil. I like to be fucking, I like to eat foe so spicy you're crying when you're eating it. I only get foe for takeout now so I can go home and eat it shirtless at my fucking kitchen table. The only problem... The only problem with takeout foe is they never give you a big enough bowl, man. You know, you get this hot-ass broth, and then they give you the shit on the side, but the bowl for the broth is never big enough to put on the shit in the side. And I don't have a large foe-sized bowl kicking around, because foe comes in, like, mixing bowl sizes of soup. Like, you need a fucking full-out bowl to, uh, like a mixing bowl to have faux. So if you don't have, like, a bowl that you use to, like, bake straight up dough or whatever, you're shit out of luck, man. I was eating it out of, like, a deep dish frying pan yesterday. It's ridiculous. So faux, get your shit together, man. You know, the other important thing about faux, you gotta remember, I went, you know, you, you gotta go to the ghetto faux places, because that's the best kind of foe is when its hood is all fuck man like i don't trust foe unless they still got christmas lights up and it's fucking february you know what i mean i go into this place yesterday i swear to god the lady was doing her laundry in the back half of the restaurant none of the chairs match it's all weird in there like that's where you're gonna get the best foe man it's the best like i i like it to feel like a drug deal like pass me my chili oil in a handshake motherfucker that's what I like. That's the best, man. Like, the best 
the best foe in all of Vancouver so far that I've had is this place right by Surrey Central Station, like right this ghetto train station, man. It's right in the hood. It's called Faux Tam. You got to like step over 16 junkies and watch out for needles on your way in. But they will give you rare beef foe that will make you cry. It is so good, man. Oh, sometimes I'll make the trip all the way out to the suburbs just to go get this foe. It's so supreme. That's the best bet. Foe is just, oh, it's, uh, that's the shit you got to do when you're sick, man. You fight back. Foe and ginger ale. You heard it here first. That's how we battle this coronavirus. We chug Dayquil. I'm basically shotgunning bottles of Dayquil and eating huge bowls of foe out of deep dish frying pans. That's what I'm up to. That's what's going on in the peanut butter tiger cast right now. So hopefully you all are staying healthy out there. Eat your vitamins and you can fucking avoid this shit, man. Because it's rough, man. It's fucking hard times out there. Oh, pardon the sniffles. I'm not, I will tell you, dear listeners, I'm not going to be sniffling through this podcast either. I'm telling you, I hate that. I mentioned it on the last podcast and we won't be doing it on this one either. I didn't want to start the episode talking about foe so much, but that's what happens on the peanut butter tiger. I wanted to start the episode talking about uh, somebody that I really look up to, this Jordan Peterson. You know, my condolences, man. Apparently, you know, Jordan Peterson, if you don't know, if you haven't heard about this guy, he was a uh, Toronto psychology professor, uh, something like that. And uh, he, he is so misunderstood, man. He wrote a book called The 12 Rules to Life. And uh, he gives a bunch of like really high level university lectures and tours around talking about just, you know, just good, good rules to life, good things to live by. You know what I mean? But everybody, he's so misunderstood and I don't understand why. You know what I mean? He had a thing where he didn't want to use uh, pronouns in university, didn't want to use these people's pronouns. They were trying to make it some kind of law or something like that in a, a Toronto university that professors would have to use students' preferred pronouns, and he protested. And that drew, like, a lot of fucking... Uh, apparently, that was ultra-controversial, and he got a lot of hate. But if you actually, like, anybody who hates on this guy has not listened to what his message is, man. Like, maybe I don't agree with 100% of everything he's got to say. So far, I haven't heard anything too controversial. But, like, you can sift through. Like, you don't have to just, you know, you don't have to just fucking paint somebody with a brush, you know, because they said something you don't disagree with or you don't agree with. You know what I mean? Like, you can have an open mind and listen to this cat and, like, really, he's helped me. Like, I just know from personal experience... Listening to the Jordan B. Peterson podcast and his lectures have really made a good impact, a solid impact in my life and the way I'm thinking. And if that makes me like, you know, if that makes me one of these like uh, right wingers or like a nutcase, so be it then. Whatever. Which I'm not. I don't fucking identify with any of that shit. I am like one of the least political people ever hear about, man. I just don't care about that shit. I more care about people, I care about putting my life together, I care about people putting their lives together, and that's why Jordan Peterson is awesome. To me, anyways. So anyway, this cat, he's an older gentleman, 
And uh, his wife is going through, like, cancer and shit. It's terrible. And I guess he was taking some sort of antidepressant, uh, some sort of fucking thing, uh, benzos, I think, or something. I, I, I forget what he was taking, but he ended up checking himself into rehab. And then he checked himself. He had to go all the way to Russia to fully detox off of this thing. They put him in like a fucking coma or something. He caught pneumonia in a Moscow hospital. He's going through a fucking rough time, this guy. And all the while, his wife has cancer. And then, so his daughter, Michaela Peterson, drops a YouTube video explaining all of this. You know, because he's like... He's a pretty big deal. He's got, he's been on Rogan, Jordan Peterson has, and he's been doing these lectures and these talks. He's had talks with Sam Harris, and he's had, like, he's been out there, you know, like a public figure now. And his daughter helps him run his business. And she just gave a little update to tell everybody what's happening with Jordan Peterson. And so many people, like, on Twitter, jumped down this guy's throat and was like, oh, good for you. There's, like, some doctor that tweeted, oh, uh, how he's glad and happy that Jordan Peterson's going through this shit from a doctor talking shit about it. Like, what kind of classless act is that, man? Like, can't you just feel some sympathy for a guy who's going through shit? Like, just because he's trying to help people and write these books and, like, be, like, a self-help person doesn't mean he's perfect, doesn't mean he doesn't have his own demons to battle, doesn't mean he's not going through shit in his own life, got addicted to some pills and has to go to a fucking detox, man. Happens to the best of them. Happens to the fucking addiction can happen to anybody at any fucking time. And these people that are laughing about it and shit like that just don't fucking understand addiction. Don't understand that shit. So fucking, yeah, calm down, Twitter. Calm down with that shit. And my condolences to Jordan Peterson. Hopefully we hear this guy coming back, you know, coming back to her pretty soon and getting back at these talks and, you know... Pardon me. Wish the best for him. Anyway, speaking of uh, funny shit, I saw this hilarious thing on Twitter as well because that's basic. Because that's basically all I do when I'm sick. I just fucking sit around on Twitter while watching skate videos and shit. Anyways, this dude like tweeted out this fucking he he. I guess he went on a Tinder date, and it's tough, man. Like. Tinder dates, like, I've been on fucking Tinder dates and shit like that, and it's just, uh, it's a shitty way of communicating, poor way of meeting people, like, it's fun, it's fun to have fun, and it's all kinds of good in that, but, like, it's good to go out and interact normally. Anyway, so this guy hooks up with this chick on Tinder, and I guess they go out for a date or some shit, and he texts her, texts her this nice little message like, oh, I had fun with you tonight, let's, uh, I hope to see you soon, you know, let's do this another time, whatever, and she takes a screenshot of it, and writes LMAO under it, and sends it back to him, by mistake, like, clearly, she was trying to message one of her friends, and, like, make fun of him, or whatever, so this fucking guy, like, tweets out this whole thing, and it's a terrible thing, oh, fuck, it's, uh, it's hilarious. Look that one up on Twitter, because that just goes to show why Tinder is so shitty and so fucking shallow, man. Everybody, like, if you are just looking for straight sex and you just ain't got fucking emotions or you're trying to deal with your, you're trying to deal with, like, uh, self-confidence maybe or you're 
just lonely and you don't really care about actual human interaction and you just want to bang, Tinder's great. But if you're an actual person and you want to interact as a person, God help you if you're looking for a relationship on a Twitter, Tinder, because that's what you fucking get, man. This guy takes a chick out for a nice meal and she just fucking, and then thanks her for going out with him. And then it's not even a bad message. It's not even a cringy message at all, man. Like I follow this uh, Twitter site. I forget what it's called. But it's basically this, like, this chick has all these other chicks, like, send in, like, crazy messages that girls get or, like, crazy date experiences. It's mostly, like, Tinder things and DMs or whatever. And it's, like, guys act atrociously online. It's hilarious to see. But in this case, homie was fucking dope. Sent her a nice, like, polite message after a date. You know, it sounded like a real nice guy, whatever. I didn't, like... They they don't show pictures, obviously. You'd have to see, like, full-out pictures to get the context or get ages or whatever. But he just sends her a nice little text, and then she fucking screenshots it and LMAOs it. That's hilarious that she fucking ended up sending it to him. That's the thing about, like, any time I talk to chicks, and I learned this. I learned this after this one chick I, I was going out with. Like, she had uh, a chat with her friends. She had, like, a funny little name with it. And they would, like, fucking just shred dudes and go through things. Like, like you send, like, if you're sending a chick dick pics, which I don't recommend sending a chick, like, a full-on dick. Like, like dudes are different than chicks. Like, it's fine. Like, I don't mind getting, like, a straight-up pussy pic or, like, some titties or whatever. No problem. But if you're a dude, you gotta, like, do something a little artsy. You know what I mean? Chub yourself up and, like, take a picture of yourself in gray sweatpants. And flex hard in a mirror. You know what I mean? Or do a funny angle. Or do something. But don't just send like a straight up fleshy, meaty fucking dick pic. You know what I mean? Because guaranteed, she's going to share that with her friends. And they're all going to make fun. Just like any fucking, anything you send a chick online. Anything you send a chick through text. It just, just assume that she's going to show at least five to ten other chicks. You know what I mean? Same goes with, like, one-night stands or, like, if you just, like, first meet a girl and you guys ended up end up hooking up. Like, guaranteed, she's talking, like, you gotta do a good job because she's telling three or four or five or six other chicks how the whole fucking thing went down. And if you, like, drank too much, can't get it up, or if you're fucking whatever weird or you're what it, fuck it up, then done. Done. You just struck out with six different broads there. You know what I mean? You start sending wild out messages and shit like that. You have like a fucking harem of women making fun of you. So just a fucking word to the fucking wise out there. A word to the homies. Like be careful how you act online, man. Because screenshots are a real thing. And they will come back to bite you right in the fucking ass, man. So, and you should conduct yourself properly online anyways. Like, me and my me and my homie were just talking about this. Like, how it's crazy when you see, like, people talk shit on, like, UFC fighters, Twitters, or, like, athletes' Twitters, or, like, just people in general, like, talk wildness on Twitter. Like, I don't fucking tweet anything or say anything online that I wouldn't say to somebody's face. 
Because I've been knocked out before. I've been knocked out cold for talking out the side of my fucking neck, man. And that's what happens in real life. And that's what happened for, like, all of human evolution up until the last ten years. Or whenever the fuck uh, Twitter came by. You know what I mean? People fucking... People just forgot how to act. Interact properly. Don't just send a chick a straight-up dick pic unless... She asks for it. And even if she asks for it, do it from a funny angle. Do it, like, with a fucking towel on or something. Try to be Brad Pitt about it. Try to fucking make it, like, a GQ commercial, like a fucking Gucci commercial, or, like, a Chanel commercial, like, for that fucking uh, cologne. You know what I mean? Try to make it artsy, people. I'm just letting you homies know how to fucking send a dick pic properly. And that's why you should turn to the peanut butter tiger for advice. Because we talk about the real shit. Coronaviruses and dick pics, man. That's what happens. Speaking of, like, wildness on Twitter, man. This is, like, you know, this fucking Lizzo chick. I've talked about her on the podcast before. She is, like, probably, like, no word of a lie. She's probably, like, 400 pounds. 350 pounds at least. Very large woman. She has that one song. Why is a man get... I don't even know the fucking words. Whatever, whatever. It's a, it's a catchy song. It's not bad. It's all right, you know. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad for a chick rapper. I mean, there are... Dude, like Lauren Hill, awesome. She's fucking killer. You want another great chick rapper? Check out Jean Grey. She does a song with Immortal Technique. Oh my god. Her fucking verse there, she has fucking bars, man. She fucking slays it. So don't take this. If you were a Lizzo fan... Don't take this the wrong way. But, like, (coughs) I wonder. Because she's so, like, she keeps on popping up, like, showing her ass and shit. She was at a Lakers game, like, a month or so ago with, like, the back of her dress cut out. So you could see this ginormous ass. And she was, like, fucking trying to twerk and shit like that. And it's just so, like... Like, you're 400 pounds. Like, I hate to say this. I hate to say this. Like, I hate to fucking sound like a bigot. But, like, my God. Like, John Goodman rolled out in a fucking tube top and started fucking dancing around, like, salsa style. You'd be fucking mortified. You would be horrified. And that's a fucking guy. So she does this with the Lakers thing. Okay, that's fine. Lakers dress, that's fine. And then she posts this picture on Twitter of her, like, at the beach in the tiniest bikini. It is, like, it's ridiculous. Like, Lizzo, I love your confidence and your fucking body positivity and shit, but you should not be normalizing being that large. Man, like, I would, like, love if she just fucking went keto to cut off those pounds, lost a little bit of weight, and provided a good role model for young women coming up. You know what I mean? Because health is important. When you are, like, 200 pounds overweight, or, like, 290 pounds overweight, like, yo, yo... Fuck, what are we doing here, man? That's not a healthy way to live. Should not be fucking idolizing. Should definitely not be fucking posing in fucking tiny bikini and shit like that. Like, it's fine. It's fine if you want to do that. But, like, 
I wonder if, like, she was, like, a normal-sized chick, if she would be as famous as she is. Like, is it because she's fucking so body positive and, like, 400 pounds and, like, riding this whole, like, you know, uh, fat is beautiful movement? No. Fat is unhealthy. I hate to say this. Like, I, I really hate to say this, but, like, it's not healthy to be that fucking large, man. It's not. And I mean, like, it killed Ralphie May. Fucking... Yeah, all sorts of fucking huge people have uh, gone... Like, you you never see, like, a fucking 90-year-old person that's 400 pounds. For good reason. It's not healthy. It's not fucking... It's not meant to be, man. You're not supposed to be that fucking fat. So, you know, I hate... And I hate to talk shit, and I don't mean to sound like some kind of chauvinist. Like, it's fine if you want to be in a bikini. It's fine if you want to shake your ass at a Lakers game. But just know that I don't want to see that. Just like nobody wants to see some huge fat dude walk around in a fucking Speedo, man. You know what I mean? I'm trying to think of, like, a really fat dude right now. Like, I'm trying to fucking just picture, like, a large... Like, who's, like, a famous 400-pound dude? Picture that dude in a Speedo. Why would you ever want that? Why would you ever want to fucking see that? Nobody wants to see that. I'm sorry. I hate to say that. And I know it makes you sound terrible. But, like, I'm not trying to say, like, all, oh, like, you know, women should be, like, perfect bodies and shit like that. No. But, like, I like to think the peanut butter tiger promotes health and wellness and drinking water and doing push-ups and taking vitamins and just being optimal. So that you can... Because the thing is... The thing with being healthy that I realized, you know, because I only got healthy really last November is when I really started focusing on health. And I cannot believe how good my mood is. I interact with everybody around me a million times better when I'm not fighting through eating like a fucking whole case of Oreos or like chowing down on three liters of ice cream or like eating all this processed sugar and carbs and shit like that, then you're fighting through all these crashes and getting hangry and all sorts of shit, man. Like, it's crazy. Like, I just feel great and I interact with everybody a lot better. And I feel like this whole, like, modern society is kind of, like, messing up with this diet a little bit because that's why people are grumpy. I think a lot of people are just not drinking enough water, not doing their push-ups, not eating their broccoli. You know what I mean? And that is like anytime somebody comes to me with a problem, and I do this to my closest friends, like like some of my homies will be listening to this and they'll fucking laugh because like like somebody will come to me and be like, oh, I got, you know, I, I got this fucking issue there. And I always say like, have like, you know, they'll ask for my advice on something. And before I give my advice on anything, like whether it's chick advice or whether it's fucking workout advice, whatever it is, job advice, drywall advice, whatever it is, I always ask. Have you drank enough water? Have you been getting enough sleep? Because maybe your mood, maybe your poor mood is actually, in fact, your body telling you that you need to fucking slow it down a little bit. You need to fucking, you know, drink water. You're not hydrated enough. I remember, like, being a young man, like, being, like, 22 years old, and there'd be a time where I would drink, like, three or four monsters a day, and I'd drink coffee and monsters and energy drinks and then come home and drink beer and I would think to myself like I would be like oh I wonder when the last time I had a straight glass of water was and I can't believe that I must have felt so terrible I must have felt terrible oh not saying like not saying like don't have fun but like hey man 
Be healthy. Just fucking do better. Be better with yourself. You know, Lizzo deserves more. Lizzo is an awesome chick. She clearly has like a fucking big personality. She has a banging track there. You know what I mean? Like, I just want better for Lizzo herself. You know what I mean? She doesn't want that for herself. She like deep down, like she knows even if she's a big woman, even if you are a large woman, like you shouldn't be more than 200 pounds realistically i mean unless you're like straight up body lifting and sh- like uh, bodybuilding or unless you're seven feet tall like andre the giant you should not be more than 200 pounds and that goes for men too like if unless you are a fucking freak like unless you are a large athletic motherfucker you shouldn't be over 200 pounds you know what i mean uh that's probably fat you're carrying around sorry if the listeners are getting insulted here i apologize this is not Meant to be insulting at all. This is just a little tangent about health. And I felt the need to tiptoe around the Lizzo thing because I don't want to be like, I don't want to be standing here like making fun of some fat chick. You know, I don't, I don't mean to sound crass. I just want better for Lizzo. Anyways, speaking of uh, large people in makeup, have you guys seen that hilarious photo of Trump? I hate to be like jumping on the talking shit on Trump bandwagon like I don't like I'm not political at all I honestly don't care about what happens in American politics I just find the whole thing very entertaining I find that whole thing super entertaining and uh yeah and I think like Trump on Twitter is like one of the greatest follows ever it goes like the greatest follows on Twitter so far in my mind President Trump and Ice Tea those two, like, uh, if I start, like, a full-out Peanut Butter Tiger cast Twitter page, I'm only going to follow those two because they are fucking hilarious, man. They are hilarious. Anyways, I guess they caught a picture of Trump, like, he was outdoors or some shit, and he's looking off in the distance, and there's wind blowing his hair, and he's outdoors, And the wind's blowing his hair, and you can clearly see the outline. He has a perfect orange outline around his face. Like, it looks like his entire face was covered with Cheeto dust. It's fucking hilarious. And, like, like an inch around his hairline and in front of his ears is just pale, white, clammy skin. But the rest of it is straight orange. It's hilarious. It looks like he's wearing a mask. Like, it is the most ridiculous picture ever. It is... It's hilarious. I like, how did they let that guy fucking take that picture? It's ridiculous. I don't know who posted it. I don't know where it's from. It's so funny. Look it up. I'm sure everybody's seen it. It looks ridiculous. It's hilarious. And then he claps back on Twitter, of course, as he would, as he should, because he's the president of the United States. And what happens when somebody posts a shitty picture of you? You clap back, motherfucker. So this is what he writes on Twitter. This is what he tweets. And it's hilarious. He tweets, more fake news. This was photoshopped, comma, obviously, comma. But the wind was strong and the hair looks good. And here's where it's funny. The wind was strong and the hair looks good, question mark. Anything to demean, exclamation mark. He fucked up the punctuation there. Like, the hair looks good, question mark? Like, it's a question? No, man. Anything to demean? Exclamation mark? It's just so funny 
to see the president tweet about a bad photo of himself and he fucks up the punctuation. That is hilarious. That is wonderful. That's why I love Twitter. It just makes me fucking laugh to see the president of the United States fuck up punctuation. It makes me feel good about what I'm doing in my life. You know what I mean? That's like, you shouldn't ever compare yourself to anybody. But, next time you fuck up punctuation, or you don't sound so smart, just check out President Trump's page. That's all I'm saying. Just check it out. How petty. The levels of petty. That's why Ice-T is so great on Twitter. It's the levels of petty people. That's what you got to appreciate. Like, these guys are, like, power... Like, Trump... Very powerful guy, obviously. President of the United States, for fuck's sakes. And he's just stupid down to get petty on Twitter, dude. That is so funny. And that's why Ice-T is funny, too. Millions of dollars. This guy's a millionaire, living his best life. Successful rap star, successful actor. But still petty as fuck, like blocking people and talking shit and wiling out, man. Oh, that's what I love. That shit makes me laugh, man. That's the best. Anyways, so that's the podcast, people. You know, I want to do a special shout out to Dayquil and Foe because that's what's held me together. If you're struggling with this sickness right now, stay strong, people. Chili oil and Foe, Dayquil, maybe a little pre-workout if you're recording a podcast just to get fired up. You know what I mean? That's dope. We got uh, we got uh, another track to play sent in by somebody called Main Mahad. Uh, that's M A I N space M A H D. You can check out this cat on SoundCloud. We're gonna play a song called Caravan to Aurora. It's gonna be dope. I want everybody to drink their water. Do their push-ups, eat their vitamins, tell your friends and your family and your loved ones that you love them and that you care. Make sure that you spread positivity, people, and thanks for riding with the fucking tiger. Once again, this is Main Man, Caravan to Aurora. Peep this cat on SoundCloud, and thanks for the listen.
of music featured on the Peanut Butter Tiger Podcast. Contact us at the Peanut Butter Tiger Cast on Instagram, at EastBandan1 on Twitter, at EastBandan88 at Outlook.com. Send in your music. We will play your shit. Oh. Say bird up. Bird up.